Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Markay more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Markay. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Markay Show starts right now. You know, there's something I hadn't thought of today. What if all this gun violence and stuff, what if this is all just a ploy by the companies that make those clear plastic bags that you have to take into uh, sporting venues and, and things like that uh, because they're trying to increase sales. I don't know. There could be, you know, I'm starting to hear all the conspiracy theories. Now that the gun laws are being bandied about and now that there's the red flag laws, which I'm going to be honest with you, to me, personally, huge red flag. Uh, we'll get into that here in just a minute. But uh, now because of all these things that are happening, you start hearing the conspiracy theories like this is all a ploy from the left or these shooters were hired by so-and-so because they want to push through their agenda or they want to attack Trump or they want to make they want to get the Republicans rallied around Donald Trump as a uh, or rallied around them as um, as around around the Democratic idea that Donald Trump's rhetoric is, is destroying America. And and that's that's what I'm seeing now all over the place. And they're shutting down 8chan. 8chan lost its cloud flare service, which is what allows it to be, you know, basically a website. They're calling the 8chan guy up in front of Congress. They want to talk to him. So there's a lot of stuff happening this time around. And whenever something happens, a lot of people have conspiracy theories as to how and why it's happening, um, you know, especially this time around. Well, we're going to get into all of that. But I should remind you that it is whatever you want Wednesday today. So even though I want to talk about these red uh, these red flag laws that are being passed everywhere and everything else that's going on, it's not really my show today. Today, it's your show, whether you're watching on Facebook. And we have a lot. We have, our Facebook page is growing by leaps and bounds. And I appreciate all of that. And Facebook is Facebook is still the number one way that people communicate online it's the number one social medium there's so many if you look at the statistics it's ridiculous how facebook just just batters everybody to blast everybody else out of the entire water uh when it comes to use usage and and reach and and you know um availability of audience and all that kind of stuff so we, that's why we broadcast on facebook every single day and that's why we've taken little clips of the show little little one to two minute clips phone calls that we get monologues that we have games that we play funny songs things that we do online and we repost those on Facebook every day. And we do that for two reasons. Number one, because it helps us grow our show and grow our Facebook audience. It gives you what's called a snackable video or a snackable bit of the show that you can share with people who may not know it. And we appreciate everyone who does share it. And also, uh, it gives us a chance to, you know, it gives us a chance to have you comment about how stupid you think we are. <laughs> which a lot, of, which a lot of you, one of my in-laws, uh, one of my in-laws who's followed me on Facebook for years and is one of those in-laws that just doesn't agree with me. You know, we have all those, everybody has those. You go to the family reunion and somebody starts a debate on politics because they know what your politics are and you know what their politics are and they're just itching like that's, and sometimes you you think that that's I think this is the sole reason this person came to this family reunion is so that they could argue politics with me. And that's fine. 
That's fine. I'm okay with that. But she's followed me for years, and I posted something yesterday, and that was it. She'd had it. She was like, I'm out. This video, last for us. She goes, you used to be funny. Now you're just offensive. Um, so, Joyce, I'm going to miss you, but I appreciate you watching up until this point. So, you know, we've been doing that. We also are on uh, on Twitch every single day, and, and we're so, our Twitch audience grows by leaps and bounds, and they're such great people, and uh, we have so much fun. There's a lot of support, and in fact, Twitch, you know, we also get, uh, you know, the bits and cheers and every single person that, that watches us on Twitch and subscribes helps us build this show and grow this show. And it allows us to try new things and allows us to fund new projects and things like that. And now yesterday we discovered this new thing called Mixer, which is basically the Microsoft version of Twitch. So we're experimenting with that. The point being that we try to do we try to be everywhere all the time. And if, uh, if if the audience grows every single day, if you're watching for the first time on any of these platforms, you may not know that on Wednesday, we turn the show over to you guys. It's whatever you want Wednesday. So I could I could plan. I, I could plan a whole bunch of stuff. See, I could have a whole list of topics written out on a sheet of paper. I don't. This is literally the first alert weather forecast. This paper has nothing. I, I've planned nothing today except to get on here and give you the phone number, 855 765-1045. Except to get on here and tell you, star star 1045 is a great way to get in on your mobile phone. Except to tell you that you can leave us an open mic message by downloading our free mobile app. And when you record that message, it's a, it's a digital MP3 recording. It's sent right here to the studio and we can play those open mic messages on the air. So. If you want to talk about the red flag laws, let's do it. If you want to talk about Mayor Pete Buttigieg coming to Orlando today, let's do it. If you want to talk about Donald Trump going to El Paso and Dayton today, let's do that. If you want to talk about something else, whatever it may be, maybe you, maybe there's some other the conspiracy theory that you want to bring about. We have, we had a bunch of people that were really thrilled to talk about Area 51 a couple weeks ago. Maybe you want to talk about medicinal marijuana. Uh, maybe you want to talk about, you know, how bad Florida drivers are. Whatever it is, it's your call today. 855-765-1045 is the number. I will say this, though, about the red flag laws. Red flag laws, to me, are huge red flags, ironically. Red flag laws are huge red flags because, I, number one, they don't really do anything except make you think that the government is doing something. However, they also are kind of an entry level, like a like a gateway drug to socialism. They're a gateway drug to repealing certain amendments that guarantee you certain rights. And I know a lot of people have said we already have red flag laws here in Florida. They were passed right after Marjorie Stoneman Douglas and the huge shooting uh, down in down uh, south of us we uh, we know that there's 12 other states or 11 other states the district of columbia they already have red flag laws in place we know that they're kind of eh when it comes to actually stopping shootings but what they do is they give people in the government the ability to decide who should and who shouldn't have a gun and if somebody decides in the government that you shouldn't have a gun guess what you ain't gonna have a gun they're going to they're going to come and they're going to confiscate it. And that may be a way to stop potential uh, mass shootings. That may be a way to stop potential mass suicides. But it also just may be a way for the government to take advantage of a law and deprive somebody that they are scared of or fearful of for some other reason from their constitutionally guaranteed right to bear arms. Basically, what a red flag law says is if we go to the court and we prove that you should not have a gun, deputies will show up at your house. Government employees 
representatives of the United States of America will show up at your house and say, we're here for your guns. You you can't have them. You're unstable. What this says, what a red flag law says in in a manner of speaking is you have the right to bear arms except you have the right to bear arms until you have the right to bear arms. But and if that's where we start with these red flag laws, if we can start to slowly chip away at what the Second Amendment says, you have the right to bear arms. The government shall not infringe on the right of its citizens to bear arms unless, of course, the government decides that they're cray cray. Then what happens when we start looking at our other rights? Freedom of religion. You have the right to practice any religion you want, unless, of course, your religion says another religion is bad or your religion requires you to sacrifice a live animal or your religion requires you to A, B, C or D. I mean, Wiccans out there. What if you need what if the government says if you start if you don't stop using eye of newt in your Halloween potions, then we are going to uh, we have a red flag law that says, I'm sorry, you're hazardous to newts. And their eye, you're blinding newts all over the place because you need their eyes for your potions. And and the newt lobby is very upset. So you no longer can practice Wiccan. Why? Well, because we have red flag laws. And the judges said, deem that this Wiccan religion is hazardous to newts. So no more. Could happen. I mean, it could happen. There's a reason why we have these rights in the Constitution. And they don't have any ifs, ands, buts, unlesses. They're just there. And they are rights that you are granted as a U.S. citizen. 855-765-1045. But again, that's not what I want to talk about. That's It's whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, we're going to do. And we're going to do it right after this. It's the Markay Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Is a test. Test complete. What? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, if you want, look, the open mic feature works, so you can just you can go ahead and just uh, record and send, and you know we'll uh, we'll play it. I mean, look, we'll even play that one. So uh, we're not kidding when we say, hey, you send us an open mic, and you'll be good to go. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. It's whatever you want Wednesday, and it's a very action packed whatever you want Wednesday because we've got Trump gallivanting all around the uh, all around the country today. He's going to El Paso. He's going to Dayton. A lot of people concerned that he's going to both of those places. A lot of people excited. That he's going to those places. Jim on the north side, uh, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. What do you want to say, Jim? Uh, hey, Mark. Um, I was watching the president earlier leaving the White House, and yeah. he did what he he did what he always does. He instead of walking to the helicopter, he goes straight to the media, yeah. answers answers their mostly stupid questions, right? And uh, it just it just occurred to me. Why do they hate him so much? I mean, if I was in the media, I'd love this guy for all the access. Obama, he would go straight to the helicopter. I never once remember Obama taking any questions from the media, but yet they love him to death. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you're right about that. They're, they love him for two reasons, because, I mean, they both love each other. There's this mutual love affair between Donald Trump and the press and also this hate of 
affair, if that's a thing. Uh, but basically, Donald Trump hates the media. They hate him, but they both need each other. And they're both good for each other. And Donald Trump uh, talking to the media is something that he knows he needs to do because he needs to stay uh, for, first and foremost. He needs to stay ahead of the fold. And he, he relishes in it. And he knows that it's how he built a, a huge base of support and it's, he knows how it's going he knows it's uh, how he's going to win 2020. Also, if Donald Trump is not there talking to the media, then there's a void and the media will fill it either with themselves bashing Trump or with other campaign uh, other democratic contestants who are campaigning for president bashing Donald Trump. So, he's going to take every opportunity he can to talk to the press and it works for I mean, it's the same reason he tweets. It's the same reason he tweets. But why don't they love him? They don't. They love him for doing that. But they don't love what he says, which is and they'll they'll publish him. They'll stop whatever. They'll drop anything to go live with Donald Trump. They will drop anything to go live with a Donald Trump rally or a Donald Trump impromptu press conference or a Donald Trump planned press conference or a Donald Trump. I mean, he could get he could be getting a filling. And I'm sure they would drop and, and, and air that if he let cameras in the room. So it's one of those things that they don't like what he says, but they love that he says so much of it, if that makes perfect sense. Hey, Ben from Jacksonville. How you doing, Ben? Thanks for calling the Mark Hay Show. I'm good. How are you, Mark? Good. Happy whatever you want Wednesday. What do you want to say, Ben? Well, I had two things. Uh, first off, a caller called not too long ago that was involved in or had a family member involved in the whole Texas incident. And he brought up a great point of, you know, why weren't there more uh, armed civilians? I'm 15-year Army um, veteran. I've served in combat most of my time. Yeah. Uh, so I, I can protect my family personally, how I arm myself, uh, 100% better than I think most people can. Uh, but these places that have no gun zones, all these gun-free zones, and, and stop me from bringing in my right to bring my arm uh, arms in, are they going to protect me how you know what what accountability do they have that they're going to sit here and say you can't bring your gun in um but you know you've got two officers out there who are going to have to protect so many people once the stampede starts and all these things how how's that going to help yeah, no, I mean, if you're a gun-free zone, you're, you're setting yourself up for, for violence. You're setting yourself up for theft. You're setting yourself up for all kinds of things. I mean, the United States is one of the most, uh, you know, freedom-loving places. And everyone here has these great freedoms that we can exercise every day because we have so many people with guns and tanks and planes and missiles flying around ready to destroy anyone who, who tries to get in the way of that. I mean, basically, the United States of America, because of the military, is not a gun-free zone. There's there's so much protecting us and keeping us safe in the way of of uh, armaments and, and, you know, deadly lethal force. But God, God forbid yeah. you walk into like a movie theater or a school or something where it's a gun free zone. I mean, you're opening it up for any kind of invasion, whether it's uh, a terrorist invasion, a white supremacist invasion, uh, just, uh, you know, an angry, um, an angry, deluded, uh, violent, you know, mentally ill ex-husband type invasion and you're and the people that are there working or or playing or your customers your the people that you depend on to maintain your lifestyle you're putting them at serious serious risk and for what so you can make a political statement not, that's not cool 855-765-1045 bill from hastings what's up bill how are you hi how are you good what do you want to say sir well you know what uh, you're absolutely right about those red flag laws because the uh the red flag also has a hammer and sickle on it. But uh, basically, yeah. 
where Trump is concerned, you can easily see he's not a white supremacist because the first thing he would have done if he was a white supremacist would be to issue certain executive orders. And the first executive order would have been to repeal affirmative action, which was originally created by Nixon as an executive order. Yeah. You know, Donald Trump is also the first president to recognize Jerusalem. I mean, Donald Trump is the white supremacists. They don't just uh, feel threatened by immigrants or African-Americans or people who aren't white. They also are threatened by anyone who's not an Anglo-Saxon, which means they don't like Catholics. And I'm a Catholic, which is why when people look at me and say, are you a white supremacist? I go, no, I'm just bald. Stop being stereotypical. But that's the point is that Donald Trump would not be so friendly with Israel and so supportive of Israel if he were a white supremacist, because white supremacists hate Israel. They hate the Jews. And everything Donald Trump has done in his presidency has shown that he's actually supportive of every single group of individuals that white supremacists hate. But, you know, if the shoe fits, wear it, right, media? 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday. We got more of your calls coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Marte more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marte. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Marte Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark, have you noticed that the people screaming the loudest for more and more gun control and gun confiscation are the same people who are screaming the loudest for more and more government control over all of our lives? I wonder why that would be. You know, the interesting thing is that uh, the interesting thing is that there are Democrats who carry guns and there are Democrats who uh, conceal carry and there are Democrats who respect and appreciate the Second Amendment and don't want any of these laws in place. We just can't seem to have any. We just can't seem to elect any of them into Congress for whatever reason. The mo- when the Democrats that run for office, Congress, Senate, uh, president of the United States, they're always the most radical ones. I don't know what the other Democrats are doing. I don't know what the moderate Democrats are doing. But there are a bunch of Democrats who respect the Constitution, I think. I mean, I assume. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about it. If there's any, if there's any Democrats who appreciate the Bill of Rights and don't just want to tear it up and shred, and you shred it the way we shredded the Mueller report, then definitely give us a buzz. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is uh, Kathy in Jacksonville. Hey, Kathy, how are you? I'm fine. Oh, great. What do you want to say today, Kathy? Well, uh, I was a psych nurse. I'm a registered nurse. And uh, let me just tell you something. Sure. At, tw- at 23 years old, Beto was an adult. He was a danger and still is a danger to himself and others. Okay? Yeah. That tendency at 23 is not going to change. He still has them. If pre- if Listen, if he's president, you better watch out. You put this kind of person in power, and there'll be a new manifesto on killing all white people. You know, where's the background checks? You know, Kavanaugh, they can make something up on him. Oh, you better step down. But where are the checks on Beto? He should have never gotten in the Senate. This man needs to go. He's a danger. Yeah. And he needs actually, you know, I don't know, but, you know, Barack Obama had no checks on his background, and look what we got, okay? No, yeah. This is, this is bad. But they want, oh, they want check on guns, don't they? Well, the- they, they don't want... <laughs> 
You know what I mean? I mean, this is ridiculous. No, okay, look, Kathy, you bring up a great point. You can do a lot more danger and you can harm a lot more people being president of the United States than you can with a single AR-50 pistol. Uh, you have nuclear codes. You're the, you know, you're the commander in chief. I mean, they've been accusing Donald Trump of being what Section Eight since he uh, since he sw was uh, sworn in uh, back in 2017. So Beto O'Rourke definitely, I feel like if Beto O'Rourke um, was, you know, if these red flag laws were in place or if these red flag laws were passed nationally when Beto O'Rourke wrote his psychedelic warlord diatribe about running kids over in a car, I definitely think that he would not be able to buy a gun. However, what do I know? Because this Betts kid in Dayton who gunned down all of these people, including his best friend, and killed his sister at the bar for seemingly no reason. Apparently, people called about him and complained about him, and he had a hit list back in high school. But according to experts in red flag laws and law and psychedelic evalu or psych uh, psychological evaluation, this what he did would not have kept him from buying a gun. The red, the red flag law would not have protected the people in Dayton from this particular guy because he had no history of criminal intent or the capacity to commit a crime. So that and that's that's the way I understand it. But again, you can't really say because as far as I know, these judgments would be arbitrary. They would be based on what one judge or one medical tribunal or what one group of individuals who work for the government say. They'd be like, hey, look, we think this guy is a nut job. Go pick up his guns. And that would be the end of it. 855-765-1045. But, yeah, why isn't there a background check for president of the United States? Why don't we do psych evaluations on these people? I guarantee if you had to do a psychological evaluation before you could get up on that stage to debate uh, whether or not you should be president of the United States, we would not have a crop of 20 Democrats. We'd have maybe five. And those are just the five that are wily enough to, to lie and sneak their way through the system. 855-765-1045. Terry in Jacksonville. How you doing, Terry? Hey, good morning. I love your show, boss. Oh, thanks, I man. I just got one curious question. Yeah. I'm a 4th of July-born American. Where's the tough guys? There was over 20 people behind that gentleman. Why didn't anybody attack him? That guy said he was 20 feet from him that was on CNN the other day. Why, why didn't anybody go behind him and just attack him and stop it? You know, I mean, look, I don't know. I don't know why no one did that. I wasn't there, and I'm not in that, I've never been in that situation. You know, you always say... You always say, all right, well, if this happens, then I'm going to be the guy that's going to that's going to jump on the guy. I'm going to be the guy. And I think about that, too. After, I remember after 9-11, it was like a month after 9-11, I had to fly somewhere. And I remember sitting in the in the waiting area and I had my back to the wall. And all I could think about is, are there terrorists on this flight? And I looked around and what what I looked at, and, you know, people would be like, I know you were looking for for Muslims. I was like, no, not at all. I was looking around. You know what I was looking for? I was looking for the team. And I looked around the little waiting area, and I was like, okay, if the stuff goes down on this flight, who's going to be the team? You know, who's going to be the team? Like on like on United 93, you know, who's going to be the team that I can go to and say, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Who are going to be the four or five guys that are going to be the take charge, you know, uh, the us or them type individuals? And I looked around, and I pinpointed like three or four people. Now, luckily, that flight, totally safe. And every flight since then, I'd like to point out. Has been totally safe as well. But that's what I thought about. And not everyone thinks that. You know, sometimes you go someplace and you go, okay, if there's a shooting, where's the exit? And there, and you'll, look, are you a where's the exit kind of person? Because that's fine. If I'm with my kids or my wife, I'm a where's the exit kind of guy. 
You know, if I've got my two kids and my wife, I look around, I go, where's the exit to this place? What's the fastest way to get them to safety? Because they're my responsibility. But if I'm flying somewhere, like flying to Cincinnati by myself, if I'm at the poker room by myself, if I'm, you know, at a movie by myself, I don't go to the movies by myself. Come on, what are you kidding? No, ain't nobody got time for that. I got two kids and a wife. But if I'm somewhere by myself and I think that there could be a potential threat, then I'm not a where's the exit kind of guy. I'm a where's something heavy I can clobber this guy with kind of guy. And I'm, you know, and I'm sure, Terry, you are, too. And I'm not sure. Maybe there weren't as many of those in Texas that day. But there are people like that that do exist. And I think disarming them is is a disservice to those people who aren't armed and who are run for the exit type people and not let's take action to stop this threat kind of people. I don't know. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Steve in Jacksonville. What's up, Steve? Hey, Mark. How you doing this morning? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Hey, um, I, I really kind of want to piggyback on what you just said. Okay. Uh, there's, really, there's really two kinds of gun-free zones. There's the required by law, and then there's what I call the self-imposed one. Sure. Um, and, I, you know, you kind of look back at the Walmart and some of the others that there are many businesses that they have the right. They can put up a sign saying no firearms allowed. Um, and while that's kind of foolish, one of the things I think that should happen uh, in Florida, or at least if not countrywide, a law should be put in place. That if a business decides to post that no firearms are allowed, which is their right, they therefore then take on the liability of anything that happens in that store as a result of a firearm confrontation because they have required that their customers cannot be armed. Yeah. No, I, I think I, that would really, if, if there's a, you know, if there's a finance, right now anybody that owns a business can put that up on their door. And again, that's their right. But I think if there was a financial implication where, you know what? If stuff goes down, I'm responsible. Let me think twice about it. I, you know, I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. And I'm with you on that. I don't understand in this, in this day and age, not only with the dangers that are, I mean, everyone keeps saying we have never had this many mass shooters. Mass shootings are at a, an American, uh, you know, epidemic. They could happen anywhere, anytime with that kind of dangerous, you know, uh, you know, environment that we live in, apparently, according to the media. And also, when you couple that with the litigiousness of the society, meaning people are ready to sue you at any time uh, for any reason. And there's a lot of lawyers out there that will help them because they know they can make some moolah off these large corporations. Why on earth, given those two things, the propensity for for people out there to commit mass murder and the litigiousness of today's society based on that? Why would you ever, ever? And if there's a business owner that can call in and answer this question for me, that'd be swell. But why on earth would you ever, 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 ever declare and advertise that your business is a gun-free zone? I just don't understand. Please help. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. It's the Marquee Show. Whatever you want Wednesday. We got more of it uh, on the way. It's, right, it's next on News 104.5 WOKV. Whatever happened to this Duval County half a percent, which is really like a one percent sales tax increase? Yeah, it was a half cent sales tax increase. And I'll be honest with you, you know what happened to it? Uh, other news, Donald Trump and shootings and all that kind of stuff. But I don't I don't think it ever got passed. I don't think it's happening now. It's definitely not going to happen 
um, on its own timeline or uh, you know, there's a lot. Look, there's a much like. In fact, it's, that's a great question, because much like the red flag laws, there's a big issue with the half cent sales tax. And the big issue with the half cent sales tax in Duval County is who's going to collect it? Who's going to check up on it? Who's going to make sure it's being spent effectively? Who's going to make sure that it's not being embezzled? Who's going to make sure that they're not jacking up the prices and just overpaying, you know, uh, their cronies when they go in to fix these schools? What schools are going to get fixed? There's a lot of questions. And so uh, and no and no answers. So they've they've decided to take it off the ballot for a while. 855-765-1045. This is John in Jacksonville. Hey, John, how's it going? Good. How y'all doing? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say? Uh, what do you want to say, uh, John? All right. Did you did you see that video yesterday that was shared about the Democrat Socialist Convention where they were the way they were all doing their meetings? Did you see that, Mark? No, I didn't see the video. Oh my uh, but... God! Look it up. Look it up. Okay. It, it was um, it showed all the people at a recent Democrat Socialist Convention. Okay. And literally, literally at the meeting during there was probably maybe 200 people in the in this big room. All right. They were telling everybody they were telling everybody there not to clap because there are people in the room with sensory overload issues and the noise will trigger them. And then they and they had to do the uh, the jazz hands or the the, the uh, American Sign Language um, uh, for, instead of clapping. Yeah. But watch that video; it is insanity. They had speaker after speaker coming up saying that we we can we cannot clap, we yeah. cannot talk loud. Um, but everybody watch it. And then um, there was another comment. By the way, uh, the by the, yeah, sure, John, we'll let you make it. But by the way, David Mandarin just sent us a link to the video, so we'll get that up on our Facebook page. If you're following well, us, honestly, on, watch it. Yeah, if you're following us on Twitch, it's, it's there right now. We'll put it on Facebook too. Thanks, Dave. Uh, John, what was your second? Uh, what was your second comment? Okay, all right. here's here's what's happening. The media is just sharing anything that is anti-Trump and anti-American. And it's it happens. It's going on 24 seven. And the sad thing is, it's just undermining everything that is kind of, if you want to put quotes of American values that supports the freedoms of America. Um, and that sadly to say that shooting that occurred in El Paso, in my opinion, was created by the Democrats in action to control the border, which is creating this chaos which uh, spurred on this poor guy. No, I don't mean poor guy. I mean depressed and, and driven to a horrible uh, action that this guy felt just powerless in, with, with the Democrats not doing anything to control immigration, and he yeah. goes down there and does a horrible act. Well, look, not only that, look, I mean, and, and here's the thing, and Johnny, you bring up a great point, and this is something that we talked about the other day, and I, and I thank you for the call, too, and we're going to check out that link to that video because we love laughing at, at funny videos of, of um, you know, of, of Democrats that are overly sensitive um, with each other. But, the, you know, the big thing about any shooting is it is triggered, you know, so to speak, by some kind of event, by some kind of action, by some kind of word. And everybody points the finger uh, immediately at Donald Trump in this case. Everyone says El Paso, that was caused by Donald Trump. But if you read through this guy's manifesto, and I don't want to share it verbatim because I don't want to give the guy any more publicity than he needs. The media has already done that. The media was thrilled that this guy wrote a manifesto that pinpointed uh, Donald Trump's name, that actually said said, you know, uh, uh, there's an immigrant invasion and we need to save America and Europe. They, they were thrilled by this guy's manifesto. I was not because one of the things that he mentioned was that he 
watched the Democratic debate and he watched the Democrats raise their hands, all 10 of them, and say, yes, we pledge to give, to use American tax dollars, citizen money. We pledge to to use that money to pay for Medicare for all, health care for all, and also health care for illegal immigrants. And that's the first thing that guy pinpointed. He said the Democrats are looking to take American wealth and use it to give health care to illegal immigrants. And that was one of the things that made him snap. That was one of the things that caused him to be triggered. That was one of the things that made him say enough is enough. Not Donald Trump's Twitter, not Donald Trump's rallies, the Democrats on stage at the Democratic debate. And not one person, not one person mentioned that in the media or took that. Look, the Democrats, there's a lot of people to blame here, but the Democrats, they can say and do things that may make people go crazy just as much and if not more so than the president can. 855-765-1045 is number 855-765-1045. We got a bunch more. It's whatever you want Wednesday. You guys know it. And you're all fired up. So we're going to get to more of your calls here in just a minute. Traffic, weather, the news, uh, and more of the Mark K Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Mark, that video is short enough to play it on the air and let people hear what these people are saying. The Democratic Socialist Convention is literally like a South Park episode. <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. So uh, this guy just called in, John. He goes, hey, you have to watch this video. It's been making the rounds. And the video, the link that we found it was, um, is from a guy named Mark Dice, who's a, he's like a conservative vlogger. And he has a YouTube channel. And he goes around and he does all these funny videos. But I'll play you a little clip of this is apparently some kind of um, Democrat convention, the National Convention 2019. And there's a lot of there's a lot of young millennial type uh, socialists in the room. And they're they're going over kind of the rules of conduct so that they don't trigger each other and this is uh this is this is the speaker who's a woman um calling on a guy in the crowd who has an issue a quick point of privilege quick point of personal privilege um guys uh first of all james jackson sacramento he him i just want to say can we please keep the chatter to a minimum i'm one of the people who's very very prone to sensory overload there's a lot of whispering and chatter going on it's making it very difficult for me to focus please can we just i know it's we're all fresh and ready to go but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum it's affecting my ability to focus thank you thank you comrade okay a couple things <laughs> she literally calls him comrade like these people are trying to explain to us that they're not socialists but then they say something like thank you comrade that doesn't i don't understand that that doesn't that doesn't really, that doesn't really vibe well. 855-765-1045. Also, you'll notice he said his name was James and then he followed it up with he, him, which are his pronouns because you need to make sure that people know, uh, how to address you. Uh, you need to make sure you say, Hey, um, you can call me he or him or you can call me them or there or you shouldn't just call me anything. And there's another clip. You, I, like I said, we'll put this on our Facebook page, but there's another, uh, little piece of that clip down the road where somebody gets up and they were very upset that they were using any gender specific terminology. But uh, but one of the uh, one of the other speak. Oh, wait, this guy's back. All right. Should we, let's play this part because this is kind of this is, the guy comes back because now he's really he's really getting some sensory overload. Our new friend of James raised another important point. 
I have already asked people to be mindful of the chatter of their comrades who are sensitive to sensory overload, and that goes double for the heckling and the hissing. It is also triggering to my anxiety. Like, the be comradely doesn't ju isn't just for like, you know, let's keep things civil or whatever. It's so that people aren't gonna get triggered and so that it doesn't affect their performance as a delegate, okay? Before you think, okay. first of all, he used a, be comradely? Is that, is, is comradely now a term? Uh, hey comrade, you're not being very comradely. And also, this guy literally is going to go off the chains. He's going to fall off the deep end in 30 seconds because people are hissing in the audience and clapping and making noise. And they're saying you should use jazz hands. So you'll see, like, if you, if you go watch the video, people are they're either waving their hands in the air or they're doing this. They're just rubbing their hands together instead of clapping because apparently clapping triggers people. That's way worse than clapping. Is this way worse? Oh, I don't like that one bit. Yeah. What's, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No. no. I don't know. This is this is if you ever go to one of these, uh, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward to the Democratic National Convention now because it's going to be just a room full of people going. Yeah, here we are. Your candidate for president, Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, this guy is clearly closer to to snapping than most any Republican person that I know. Eight five five eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Carolinda from Orange Park. Hi, how are you, Carolinda? Good. Good morning. Um, I find it very curious that no one's brought up the fact that all of these mass shooters, including the ones under Obama, have all been registered Democrats or raised by them, including the gentleman in El Paso. Was he a registered he, Democrat? I thought he just hated everyone. Yes. No, his uh, registration was released online. Someone dug it up. Oh. And, yeah, he was registered Democrat. Yeah. But Look, I, I just think maybe liberals shouldn't own guns. I mean, the guy in El Paso, is, is they're blaming Donald Trump because he didn't like uh, the Latino invasion. He didn't. He thought America was being lost to immigration. And he used language like invasion. And he used language like save America, save Europe, which are, I guess, trigger words for uh, neo-Nazism and things like that. But he also, if you read more, said he hated Republicans. He hated Democrats. He hated corporations. Exactly. You know, he hated he, he was one of the biggest things that he was upset by was the environment. He, he rolled into a whole thing about how the environment is being being pillaged and destroyed by corporate America. And Republicans are doing nothing to save it. He literally said in there, the media will blame Donald Trump, but it has nothing to do with him. I've been angry for years before him. And, uh, well, and so when it is, CNN spoon feeds these people hate 24-7, like you mentioned, what do they expect? But yeah. yet it's all Trump's fault and us Trump supporters. Yeah. So yeah. I just I just find it curious how they can conveniently leave out the fact that all of these shooters are coming from their community. Well, then they have. And that's the thing with the uh, and the one. And, and th thanks so much for your call, Carolinda. I really. <laughs> No, hey, that was a great call, Josh. Come on, man. No, listen, thank you. Listen, thank, you're triggering me. Thank you for that call. Just watching Josh squirm like that is a treat. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. So the guy in Dayton, not only was he a registered Democrat, but he had retweeted Bernie Sanders. Huge Elizabeth Warren supporter. Huge. That he, this guy loved Elizabeth Warren, like probably more than Elizabeth Warren's husband does. And uh, and that was that's one of the things that you don't hear a lot about. What you hear about is El Paso. The all the focus is on El Paso. When I'm going to be honest with you, the shooting in in Dayton, 
uh, which was the shooting in Dayton, which seems to be more gruesome, which seems to be more of a snap judgment, which seems to have less and less of a reasoning behind it. Guy killed his sister for crying out loud, shot his best friend. Has had a history of that. I mean, that to me seems to be the more, the more, uh, the more evil of the two. Uh, if you can, if you can differentiate between the two, and it's getting zero of the attention. All the attention seems to be on El Paso uh, because that's the guy. That's the guy who doesn't like immigrants, and that's something that the press wants to focus on. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Danny in St. Mary's. Hi, Danny. How are you? I am doing great. Uh, before I make my comment, do we need to crowdfund to send you to the next socialist so you can trigger some people? <laughs> That's a great idea. I don't think they would let me in. I mean, if they're maybe they I don't know, maybe they would. That's a great idea. We'll have to Dave and Mandarin find out where the next meeting is and we'll see if we can uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get. That's a great idea. It, it, it would be uh, it'd be worth it just to see. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm so loud that I can trigger somebody just by talking. I don't whisper. So, like, even my wife is like, why are you yelling? And I go, I'm not yelling. I'm literally just talking. She's like, shut up. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm not listening to you on the radio. I just hear you all the way from Jacksonville. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just open the window so that Danny can yeah. hear me and say Mary's. Anyway, I'm sorry. What, is, what was your point, Danny? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, my point. Uh, in talking about all the mass shootings, I'm yeah. a big Second Amendment guy. I, yeah. I conceal carry, all that kind of thing. Okay. But I got to thinking about these mass shootings. If you are in a place where there is one, I don't know that I jump up and start and start going after the guy. Because my first thought is I protect myself, my family, uh, the people that I'm there with, and and get out and and remove myself from the danger. Yeah. Um. You know, is it worth it to go try to be, you know, John Wayne? Well, no, and, that, and that's something, and that's definitely, you know, that's definitely true. Uh, but, I mean, look, and, and it depends on the scenario. Like I said, if I'm, I'll be the first person to run for the exit if my wife and kids are with me, and I'll shove some people out of the way. Because, yeah, right. my job as a father right. and as a husband is to protect them. Uh, but if I'm by myself right. somewhere and I know that they're safe and I see the opportunity, you know, what do I do? Do I still run? Do I still jump un under the desk? Do I try to throw something? I don't know. There are people out there that do. There are people out there who, for whatever reason, have that gene or they lack that fear or they're military right. and they're, they've been trained to do it. Like those guys on the train in France. Remember, they, they saw the guy coming out of the, the washroom with the rifle and they attacked him. And then Clint Eastwood made a movie about it. Uh, I mean, well, there I are. And I agree, but there there are less less uh, available exits on a 200 mile per hour train yeah. than no, there are in say you know a Walmart. But yeah. I actually I get your point, but it's your first responsibility is to to you and your family. And yeah. and uh, it, it it I would hate to be put in that situation that you have to make that call. Yeah. Um, no, and, we... and all these folks that, that that are full of bravado and say, oh yeah, I'd go after him, you know. I don't know that you would. Look, and you know what? There's, and I appreciate the call, Danny. I really do. And there was something I remember. Sure. I remember listening to Neil Bortz back when he was on, and it was during the uh, it was during the Virginia Tech shooting, and he said, "Look, if you are in the classroom, and th and in the classroom, what this what that shooter did? He lined everybody up, and he started shooting them from the back of the head, bang, 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 one after another." If you're the sixth person in line or the fifth or sixth person in line, after you see him do this twice, you have to know that you're dead. You have to know that you are dead. And in that instance, knowing that I'm just three bullets away from death, 
Maybe you try to tackle the guy. Maybe you make it like you're not getting out of that situation alive. And you have to, again, the adrenaline may be pumping. You may think maybe someone's going to burst in and save me. I don't know. I don't know. But, but that's something that's something obviously we all hopefully are never in the position to be in where we have to make that decision. But maybe we should all stop and think and be prepared in case we do have to make that decision. 855-765-1045. Got to take a break. We got more people on the line. We got more open mic messages. We've got more of whatever you want Wednesday coming up on the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Marquet shows on. Jeez. Hey, Marquet, thanks for everything that you do, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> we did get an open mic message, but I think it was just somebody waving their hands in the air. So it sounded, it just sounded like this. Right, there you go. Uh, 855-765-1045. Brett from Mandarin wanted to say something real quick about that. Jazz hands. Hi, Brett. How are you? I'm good, Mark. Um, during the last debate, yeah. there was a lot of criticism of Elizabeth Warren because I think it was Delaney said that under her plan, it was going to tax him like $55 million or something. Yeah. And she started rubbing her hands together, and everybody thought it was because she was you know, kind of getting greedy and saying she was going to take that money. But I, I think she was trying to cheer on her fellow comrade who was speaking <laughs> at the time and trying to keep from sensory overload with the crowd. I don't yeah. think it was greed or anything. I think we owe her an apology for it, that. We should apologize to Elizabeth Warren because uh, people thought she was doing the mwahaha evil rubbing of hands together. But really, she was just, it was her way of applauding her comrade in arms. All right, that's a, that's, you know what, I, I don't really wa- pay, I don't, I try not to watch Elizabeth Warren during those debates <laughs> or ever. But, uh, but all right, we'll watch out for that during the next one. Thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. By the way, not only is Don- Donald Trump just landed in Dayton, um, he's there now. I don't know if he's got wor- his words that he's going to say, if he's going to meet with the media. I don't think that's what he's there for. If he does, we will, of course, jump in and bring you those, uh, those comments as soon as, uh, as possible. Um, and, uh, he's also going to, he's going to El Paso next. I think that's his second stop. Is that I right? I think so too, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if there's going to be comments there as well, but if there are, uh, like we, you know, see below, we will also break in and, uh, and let you hear those, um, as well. In the meantime, 855-765-1045. This is Terry from Jacksonville. Terry, hey, thanks so much for calling. How are you, Terry? Doing good, Mark. How are you? Doing great, man. What'd you want to say, sir? Um, I just want to share my background is 15 years in identifying gang members. And my, one of my specialist specialties is identifying white supremacist and Mexican mafia gang members. Right. I'm sorry, but Donald Trump is the worst white supremacist ever. Yeah. Because for one, uh, he is married to a person that is not white. Right. He had a child with a person that's not white. Mm-hmm. He is, he is putting a white person to death. He has freed a black person. Hold on. He's he putting is, a white person to death who killed, what, nine black people who was committed of a convicted of a hate crime and who was just sitting on death row forever because Obama refused to do it. Yes, sir. Yeah. And and he's freed a black person. He he works with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West to do things. Here's the thing. In my experience and homicides I've investigated, he would be killed on the spot for doing the things that he has done. So Democrats need to do their research. Well, that they're never going to do that. But that's a great point. Also, let's not th- let's not forget ASAP Rocky. Donald Trump almost bombed Sweden, Sweden, because they would not release ASAP Rocky for uh, allegedly assaulting somebody who was uh, I don't even know, I don't even know who's like looking for an autograph or something. It doesn't matter. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Mark in Jacksonville. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing, Mark? Hey, I'm doing great. Great show. 
uh, Mark. Oh, uh, thank you. I wanted, to point, I wanted to point out I'm a responsible uh, gun owner. Okay. And I have a I have a concealed weapons permit, but I work for a place that is a, 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 a non-carry or no firearm, you know, uh, yeah. policy. Gun-free zone. So, I got you, yeah. Exactly. There you go. Um, the reason why, I think, is because their insurance company just they give them breaks for many of things and and being a gun-free zone is one of them and wait, so, wait a minute insurance, insurance companies are giving breaks for gun-free zones yeah. is that true yes it's absolutely true i mean <laughs> come on you know I, that's that's my opinion I feel like that would be not the smartest part on the insurance companies. I mean, I guess they're looking at accidents. If you're carrying a gun in a property, it could accidentally go off. But also, if you're advertising that it's a gun-free zone, uh, you know, you could you could be a potential target. So that's interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Nicholas in St. Augustine. Uh, Nicholas, real quick, what do you want to say, sir? Yeah, good morning. Um, I just want to let you know, if you haven't listened to Rush Limbaugh's podcast from yesterday, and you get it on YouTube, um, everybody in this country who's getting ready to vote in 2020 should listen to that show in its entirety. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> thanks. We appreciate that. You're going you to listen to the Rush Limbaugh podcast. Uh, I don't even know if we can. You know what? Just listen to the Rush Limbaugh show. It's on in 20 minutes. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-1045-765-1045 is the number. Call. It's whatever you want Wednesday. So if you want to call and promote someone else's radio show, I can't stop you, obviously. <laughs> we'll be right back. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just mind getting. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. People put those signs up. Because in some states, you could tote your gun on the side of your hip like you're in the old Western days, Mark. Nobody wants to see that. That's why they put the signs up. So they say, look, if you're going to tote your... By the way, who's toting their gun on their hip like the old West days? How often do you see that? Even in a non-gun, that just doesn't happen. 855-765-1045 is the number. Real quick, we got Susie in online from Middleburg. Susie, good morning. What do you want to say? I just wanted to tell you it's Trump Day. Uh, thank you, Susie. I appreciate the reminder. I appreciate. It was always always great to talk to you. By the way, Susie's been waiting ninety minutes, ninety minutes on hold. We love you so much, and we appreciate. Call back next Wednesday. We'll get to you sooner. I promise. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Chris in Green Cove. How are you, Chris? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Uh, good, great show, Mark. Um, uh, people seem to forget history really quick. It was uh, under Clinton, who was president 93 to 2001, whose Justice Department basically came out and said, it's a, you know, a, you're uh, yeah, uh, going against people's rights. You, know, you can't incarcerate people if they're mentally ill. So we turned them all out on the streets and created a homeless problem. And then after that, we had Columbine, right? Just a little bit of incubation time, and you ended up with Columbine. And now you can't incarcerate people, but everybody wants these red flag laws. How's that going to work? And it's, by the way, this all got kicked off 
prior to Clinton trying to you know turn loose all the mentally ill people. And you know, you want the, you want to solve this gun problem, you know? Well, it's not a gun problem; it's a mental problem. Yeah. But this all started under JFK. He's the one who actually started pushing to turn loose all the mentally ill people as well. So there's your problem. I mean, it it's pretty obvious. I mean, you know. Free Columbine? Yeah. Did we have a problem? Hey, Chris, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Look, there's a lot of people that will blame a lot of things. They're going to blame uh, Ritalin, and they're going to blame the drugging of young people, and they're going to blame video games. And I saw one of the video game companies, I forget which one it was, the CEO came out and he was like, look, video games are available internationally, but these mass shootings are a typically American problem. So don't blame the video game companies because they also play Call of Duty. Uh, they have Xboxes and they have Playstations all over the world. They play violent video games in japan um you know they just don't have the access to these weapons so everybody is pointing the finger at somebody else everybody is blaming somebody else whether it's the drug companies or the uh you know the the medical field or the politicians or the left is blaming the right and vice versa you're blaming the parents you're blaming video games you're blaming the gun companies of course you're blaming hollywood i mean there was a there's a movie by the way it was called like the hunt and the company was going to release this movie in september the premise of the movie the premise of the movie is the most dangerous game, which if you don't if you didn't go to high school or you, you don't remember it or you just slept through it like I did, is a book about a rich guy who brings people to his island to hunt them. And they're remaking the movie. They've remade it already. It was supposed to be released in September. It's called The Hunt. And the premise is rich Democrat elites take take make a sport out of hunting deplorable type characters on their island. And it's about it's like a dozen Trump supporting, you know, uh, GOP types that are running around this island and they are the prey. They are brought in as prey for these rich uh, liberals who want to go out and hunt them. And this is a movie that Hollywood made. It got it got green lighted. It got produced. It was written. Big name stars. I think Hillary Swank's in it. And they just uh, were planning on releasing it now, of course, with these two mass shootings that were politically motivated. Uh, they've they've now stopped all advertising. They've had to pull all the online ads. They've had to stop all the screenings, and they're not sure even if they're going to release it. But you can't just blame video game companies and the right and the and the quote unquote rhetoric of the president when you're Hollywood and you're out there making movies that are illustrating for sport a bunch of rich Democrats shooting Republicans. Uh, you know, in in in, in a movie like, and I guarantee it's some kind of thriller action movie. I mean, this is the kind of stuff there's there's blame to be put on everyone. And when everyone's blaming everyone else, it makes solutions very difficult to come by. 855-765-1045 is the number. Howard in St. John's County. What's up, Howard? How are you? Hey, good. I know we have freedom of speech, but, you know, you can't yell fire in in a crowded place where there's no fire. You can't make bomb jokes in the airport and you can't um, threaten the president's life without uh, the Secret Service showing up on your doorstep. My question is, why is there not a federal felony law against people that are online that are threatening to mass shoot places and to murder people and to rape people? And if there was, wouldn't that have prevented a lot of these shootings, these mass shootings? Because then they would be felonies. They would, they would have a felony. They wouldn't have guns. Uh, they'd get mental health, whatever. Why are they able to make those threats online? Yeah. 
unnoticed and and un, with, with absolutely no consequences. Well, look, to I me, mean, that seems to be the biggest thing. Yeah, look, here's the thing. Saying something and doing something are totally different. And you mentioned the fire and the this and the that and the threats against humanity and whatever. But the fact of the matter is, if you say, like Madonna said, I want to go down there and blow up the White House, the Secret Service can come talk to you and see if you're serious, but they can't take your vocal cords. You know, if you say I want to assassinate so and so person or all of these people should die and I'm I'm planning on doing it, then they can come and they can investigate you, but they can't take out your larynx. And say you can no longer speak. You know, same thing with your computer. You can go online and you can make all kinds of threats. Individual websites can block you, but the government can't come in and, and take your computer away unless you've committed a crime. And and that's the big difference. There is freedom of speech. And the difference in what we run into here and what they even talked about with this kid from Dayton. This kid from Dayton did some crazy things, some weird things. Everybody was scared of him. Everyone thought he was a problem. Everyone thought he was mentally disturbed. Everyone thought he was obsessed with death is what I keep hearing over and over again. But what he wasn't was a criminal. And even if you had a red flag law in place, a lot of experts are saying he would still be able to buy a gun because he showed no propensity for criminal behavior. He had no history of criminal behavior. He'd never committed a criminal act. He snapped. He got a gun. He went out. He killed nine people and he was shot dead by police. And that's what happened. And this is not minority report where you have three psychics sitting in a creepy pool of water telling the FBI who's going to commit murder before they, they commit it. That's not where we are in this country. We don't have that. And and even if we did, can you absolutely? And that was one of the biggest problems with that movie. Or one of the biggest questions in that movie is in the in the you know the uh, it was a psychological and sociological experiment. Should you be able to arrest somebody for thinking an illegal thought? Or, I mean, can you get a ticket for thinking about taking a right on a red? Can you get a ticket for thinking about cutting somebody off or road raging against somebody? Can you get a ticket just for thinking that? No, because no one knows if you're actually going to do it until you do it. 855-765-1045. Great question, though. Uh, Vonnie on the west side. What's up, Vonnie? Hey, I got a couple of questions. I think about the Ohio. Yeah. Um. I haven't heard anybody talk about it or ask. The guy, wrote, uh, it was reported that he rode to that venue with his mom and sister in a car with his mom and sister. How did he get the gun past his mom and sister? Well, I heard he it was. It on him. I didn't know it was his mom. I heard he was there with his best friend and his sister. They all rode down together, and then uh, he shot his his best friend and his sister first. Um, his best friend lived, but is in critical condition. So uh, he'll be the uh, he'll be the only witness and the best witness to what happened just moments before what happened just moments before he went crazy and killed all those people at the bar. Uh, but you know we don't know. I mean, we don't know. How did he hide the gun? How did he get it down there? Was it in the car? We don't know what the conversation was beforehand. We don't know how premeditated it was or if he just always carried this weapon with him and, and he totally decided to snap. We're not sure what the relationship with him and his sister was. I mean, from all like, intents and purposes, the photos online make it look like they loved each other. But you never really know. You never really can tell. 855-765-1045. Quick, but a great question, too. You know, how is a great question? It's just not that easy to answer. 855-765-1045. It's almost as impossible to answer as why. Uh, this is the Marque Show. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Yeah, man, it's whatever you want Wednesday, and I had something I wanted to talk about. But then you started making all those suggestions, and 
now I can't make up my mind. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I know I do that. I do that. I'm like, whatever. You know what I should do is I should I should just get in line. If I want to say something on my own, I should have to call the show and have Josh put me on hold for 90 minutes. And then I can say whatever. You know, then I can have my piece. 855-765-1045 is the number. Andrew in St. Mary's, Georgia. How you doing, Andrew? Good. Butterman. Betterman? Butter. Butter. R.K. The butter. Oh, I get it. I get it. Mark K, Part K, Butter. All right, actually, there were a couple steps missing from there, but I... I'm lost. Okay, never mind, yeah. Okay. You know, Josh is too young. Anyway, they, uh, <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, never mind. What'd you want to say, Andrew? I want to talk about the scenario of an active shooter in a big store. Okay. He's okay to say you got 500 people in there. 100 people got licensed to carry permits. 25% of those are going to stay hidden and crouch down. They don't know where the shots are coming from, but they're hearing the popping noises. They know what's going on. Now you got 75 people. 25% of those are going to kind of get up and look around. Oh, I got a gun. I'll take care of this guy. So now you got 25 people pulling their guns out. About that time, the police show up. Who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Yeah. I mean that didn't happen though in either of these in either of these cases. Nobody pulled well, I've been out. Here. I know it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I got a feeling the laws need to be changed to protect the innocent people that want that are carrying guns to protect. Yeah. I know. You know? I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I definitely understand what you're saying. And you're right. You're right. That is one of the. I guess. If you go through training for, and I don't know what they what they teach, especially here in Florida, I don't know what the uh, the rules are, but what do they teach you? Do they say crouch, don't use your gun, run? Is that the first thing? Also, remember if there's an active shooter situation and you pull out your gun and you start shooting and the cops show up, they don't know who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, and you're then risking your life trying to actually save other people. That could be one of the horrible uh, horrible catch twenty twos of the situation. So yeah, it's like I said, there's uh, there's look, there's a reason people. People carry. There's a reason people carry legally. Law-abiding citizens, they go out and they get concealed carry permits. And I don't think it's just so they can have a gun on their waist. I think it's so that they can use it in the case, uh, in case they need to. So they can protect themselves and so they can protect other people around them. I don't know. 855-765-1045. Luke from Okeechobee may know. Luke, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, sir? Hey, what would you want to say? Well, first, I actually live in Clay County, but I travel for work, so I'm going to let you know I listen to y'all on the app every day when I'm traveling for work. Oh, we appreciate that. Thanks so much. And by the way, if you guys want to listen uh, without interruption, download the News 104.5 mobile app. You can get us anywhere. Uh, what's your point, Luke? What do you want to say today? All right, so I'm retired military. I had extensive training and close quarters combat uh-huh. and all of that, guys, right? Yeah. My brother is as well. We were raised by a man who's retired military. His first and foremost thought to us when we were te- when he was teaching us to shoot was the day you strap on a gun and go out in public, you take on a responsibility not only to be a safe and responsible gun owner, but to protect those around you. Now, my first responsibility as a husband and a, and a father is I'm going to get my kids and wife to safety. Right. Barring that, if they're not there... It is our responsibility to protect those around us, such as a shepherd to a sheep does. Yeah. Okay? Now, here's the problem. To answer the question you gentlemen just asked beforehand, what happens when the cops show up and you got 25 people who are 
legal and trying to do the right thing have their guns out. When you go through most states' training, they tell you, you pull a gun out in a situation like that, you will be detained, and they're going to take your gun from you while they do the investigation. Sure. The first thing you need to do is, once they start showing up, you disengage. Put it down. Yeah. So there there are ways around that. No, and that's a great point. And I would assume I would assume that anybody in that situation who jumps up and acts in accordance with their training or in accord, you know, uh, would know enough, hopefully, that once the police are on site or once the the shooter has been detained, you lay down your weapon, you put up your hands and you identify yourself. And not to say that that's a guarantee that you won't get caught in the crossfire. But as you said before, I mean, you're not just carrying a gun to look cool. At least I hope to God you're not. If you're carrying a gun, you are doing it to protect yourself. And as Luke just said, you're you're also kind of pledging to protect those around you should they need it. Hey, uh, great show today. Thanks so much for joining us for Whatever You Want Wednesday. We got to go. We'll be back tomorrow, though, at 10 a.m. In the meantime, stay tuned for Traffic Weather and the Rush Limbaugh Show, which is very popular with many of our listeners. It's coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV.